Shopping for the best e-commerce tips, tricks, and techniques? Looking for better ways to push your product out of your online store? Watch your shopping cart overflow because you found the e-com experts. The e-com experts show you what you need to know to be a successful online retailer. Learn their search marketing strategies, their web marketing wisdom, and their calculated conversion measures. Please welcome the host of Ecom Experts, Shauna Siegel. Hello, 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 and welcome everybody if you're listening to our live show. Today is October 22nd, and it's my hubby's birthday, so I'm going to say once again, happy birthday, hubby, because he's kind of sitting across the room for me, so I can say that. If you're not in our chat room today, get in here. We're going to be passing out a lot of really great links and a lot of really great information. So how you get in here is you go to the top of webmasterradio.fm and click on the chat link or go to webmasterradio.fm forward slash chat dot html forward slash. And when you get in here, make sure to change your nickname. You can change it by typing in forward slash Nick, N-I-C-K space your name. So get in here and do that. Um, while you're doing that, let me go ahead and introduce my special guest cohort, whatever you want to call her. It's mom. And you know what we just we all need to yell at her because she just got back from Paris yes I did we we and I don't mean me and my husband I mean yes we and I've been trying not to say bonjour bonsoir Uh, (laughs) all kinds of uh, merci beaucoup I I really got good at it over there and uh, I would love to keep it up and don't forget we also went to London so yes uh, I was I was a world traveler for two weeks, and um, my mind is still there. Yeah, I can tell. Can you? Can you <laughs> tell that I'm happy? <laughs> <laughs> and I got to tell you, I uh, the biggest advice that I would give to anyone ever is take a break. Take a break from from everybody and give yourself some me time. And there was even an article out about employees, how important it was for to give your employees a – to make, make them take a break. And out of your day, uh, take that break. Take a 10-minute break. Um, walk away from everything. Go get your mind um, into something totally different. And when you come back, you will have a whole different look at things. So try that. <laughs> As a business owner, it's very difficult to take a break, but make mm-hmm. yourself do it. Make yourself don't have lunch in front of your computer. Don't do it. Go go up. You know, go away from it and um, read a magazine. Get away from the computer completely, and you will not believe how in um, the short term you'll feel so much better for it. And based on that, I'm going to go take another. Um, break and I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> that, that was no. That was a no. <laughs> oh, okay. That was a no. There's too much going on. <laughs> Darn, but I let me just say that. Me. Yeah, so to everybody else after after the show is over, walk away. Walk just away. Walk away, give some thought to what we've been discussing. Uh, give yourself 10 minutes every uh, every two hours. Walk away and set a timer up um, so that you can just walk away from everything. And, and it really helps you come back with a whole different perspective on things. So And don't, don't do anything that makes you mad. Don't watch the news. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know, 
Well, there is one good thing about the news that we've seen. You know, this whole government thing is like, because I was reading the article and I don't know if people understand, but they were talking about like the shutdown, how it caused major economic damage. I mean, they were talking about billions and lost job mortgages and retail sales. A lot of store owners saw their sales down, so they get very frustrated with that. And you're right, seeing that kind of news will, I think, you know, that's why I don't watch the news is because it's very depressing what's going on out there and it ruins my mojo. I like my mojo. But you said something years ago. Um, gosh, when did I join you? 2007. And I remember you saying this years ago, that when things are down, that's excellent time for you to be doing things that you don't normally have time to, which is rewriting the content, how important the content is. So I remember very distinctly when you you would, you know, instead of, oh, my gosh, my sales are down. Well, let's look at my search engine results. Uh, look at the keywords. Let's look at the reports. You'd say, don't do that. Go in and start write, rewriting your content. And how important is that now, Shauna? Mm, very, 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 very. Um, and But the good news is sales, we are, are seeing things starting to pick up for people. Sales are coming back. Um But the big thing that we really need for people to understand is, you know, the search, everything is changing out there. And it's a very interesting time right now, I think, that's going on. And I'm, I'm loving watching the changes. Well, what, what, let's go over what's, what's being changed. Cause, cause you know, I did a little bit of research on this when you were first talking about it, um, uh, in 2009, and so we'll go back to 2009, 2008 had just been the collapse. In 2009, Eric Schmidt, uh, who was the CEO of Google, it said in an earnings call, uh, wouldn't it be nice if Google understood the meaning of your phrase rather than just the words that are in that phrase? We have a lot of discoveries in that area we're going to roll out in the next little while. And that's a really difficult thing to do because what they're talking about is more of an artificial intelligence. So are we there? We are getting very, very close. Google, you know, just one of the guys recently said, you should not be spending your time searching. You should be spending your time living. And I thought, wow. You know, that's where Google's coming from. And yes, you know, you go back and that's where they're coming from. So if we think about how search is changing, first of all, let's talk about Bing. Bing did all these commercials and they said, you know, we are the answer search engine. Give, you know, come in, ask us your questions. We are the answer search engine. So that was really interesting. Then iPhone comes out and they've got Surrey. And what do you do with Surrey? They've got all these commercials about asking Surrey question, right? Surrey, what's the weather going to be like today? Or Surrey, you know, where can I find coffee? You know, and they're asking questions. Now, (laughs) um, Google has this really great commercial and I'm going to put a link to it um, in our chat room so that you guys can see it. Um, So basically the commercial, if you watch it, the little boy is like talking about how can I become a better speaker or, you know, and he's asking all these questions to Google, trying to find the answer so that he can give this speech. 
So it's like everything that like we're seeing and, and everything that's coming out there is telling us to ask questions. So what Hummingbird did is, and if you're not, you know, uh, really like up to date about the hummingbird, you know, we can discuss it, but hummingbird update said, you know what, we're going to look at the intent of the keywords that people are looking for, you know, because if somebody looks up pizza, we know that the intention is actually defined a place that serves pizza that's close where they are that they can go to and probably some addresses and phone numbers because that's the intent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what Hummingbird was about. Well, I did a search. I, I just I, and I don't really think that Bing is caught up with this, but I did a search and I went on Bing and then on Google just to see what was going on. And I put purse to hold my cell phone. So I did that on on uh, Bing. And what I came up with was uh, ShopWiki, eBay, Amazon, you know, so that like it, it, how um, places I could buy a purse to hold my cell phone. And then I did the same search on Google. It was amazing mm-hmm. what came up. It was like handbags. Um, at first it was Zappos, but the, Amazon and then the forum. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do I keep my bag sane? Um, things about uh, more informational type things. It wasn't It wasn't a sales overload. It was forums. It was... Um, uh, blogs about mm-hmm. how to do that. So, I mean, I thought that was an excellent difference. So Bing possibly hasn't caught up with this then, huh? Um, not, I don't think not as much. And that's the thing about the hummingbird update with the being intent. Um, you know, it, it, they don't want to, you know, if you put in purse, um, they're not going to go and find all the sites that specifically say purse because they they know that your intent is to find a purse, which also could be a handbag, which also could be, you know, a satchel. So they're really starting to look at that intent. So that way it's not just keyword driven, you know, just because I put in, I want a purse doesn't mean that I don't want a handbag. It's the same Mm -hmm. thing. What's my intent? So Hummingbird was all about intent. And the thing is, is that it affected 90% of the search queries. So this is like the biggest thing since like caffeine and Florida. Yeah, what I heard is, what I read is that it's actually not an update. It's a new search engine with, um, with things from Penguin and with mm. things from these other ones. So it actually is a brand new engine. And and I heard um, this, I saw this somewhere, and I wish I could give credit where credit is due on this particular one, Um, and I'll try to find the article uh, when we hit our break, but the guy compared the search engines to a, a car, and we often do that as well. You know, and he said the penguin updates are like using maybe like a better oil or doing some small work to the engine. But, you know, that was what the penguin updates were about. It's like, how can we make our engine in our car better? Whereas with the hummingbird update, they took out the old engine, they put the new. Now, that doesn't mean that they didn't keep parts from the old engine that applies towards the new because that stuff was already new and it's relevant. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, so 
that part is really awesome. You know, it's like they're just trying to keep working on it. And and I think the most important thing to understand is like, where is Google coming from? Because if you understand that, then you're going to understand what you need to do, what your site needs to do to be ready for this and to make sure that you get the most traffic, the most sales, you know, the most profit this holiday season. So um, I think let's take a real quick break and then let's talk a little bit more about Hummingbird because this really was a huge event. And I really want to help you guys to understand what they're trying to figure out, what they're trying to do, and then you can provide answers. That's going to be the key. You provide answer. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Ecom Experts on webmasterradio.fm. Time to check out our sponsors. Ecom Experts will return after this. Guys, are you suffering from FD, fulfillment dysfunction? Let MoldingBox.com's online portal system for inventory, tracking, and returns perform for you. We have the enormous tools you need for complete warehousing, shipping, and handling of all your packages, no matter the size or shape, directly to your customers. MoldingBox.com can also fulfill all your nourishing, nutraceutical, and smooth skincare product desires, including green coffee and Garcinia on demand. Plus, let our in-house printing and CD DVD manufacturing help you enlarge and maximize your coaching and business opportunity potential. We do everything. Fulfillment, shipping, tracking, inside and out, and all in one place. Moldingbox.com. It's shipping made sexy. Come visit us at AdTech New York, booth number 738. And a pitch. There are many things we would love to catch. Catching the final out of a baseball game. Reeling that big catch of the day. Or catching a ride home. Taxi! How about catching more attention like the biggest retail brands on earth? Introducing Catchy.com, where they sell short branded attractive.com domain names. Use a short and catchy brand just like Sony, Visa, and Nike for your next business venture. You can even rent to own for as low as $100 a month. Catch a big break for your business with Catchy.com. I'm John Ball, and I'm one of the founders of Page One Power. Page One Power is a custom link building firm based in Boise, Idaho. We increase search rankings and web traffic for world-class brands and mom-and-pop shops all around the globe. Our link building strategies work because we focus on relevancy and quality, and we don't outsource anything. Our in-house staff of professional writers and researchers is the best in the industry. We're the link builders you've been looking for. Visit us today at pageonepower.com. WebmasterRadio.fm presents CEO Coach, a show custom-built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. Jellian Music, your CEO coach, will break down the art of business development from the ground up. CEO Coach, on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. You're back with the Ecom Experts, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Shauna Siegel. Welcome back, everyone. We're talking about all the changes in Google and, you know, figuring out what we need to do so that you have really the best holiday season moving forward. So if you're not in our chat room, make sure you get in here, go to the top of Webmaster Radio and hit on the chat um, because I am going to be pumping out a bunch of links um, and chat room and I want to make sure that you get them and because um, it's some really good information. So um, the first one I'm going to do is from Search and Land and it's about the Google Hummingbird FAQ. And here's the here is 
is uh, where they talk about the car. Think of a car built in the 1950s. It may have a great engine, but it's going to lack things like fuel injection and be able to use unleaded fuel. So what Google switched to is drop the old engine and put in a new one. But when we talk about Panda and Penguin, think of it again like the engine, okay? So Panda and Penguin were like a new oil filter or an improved pump. So Hummingbird is the brand new engine, but it still uses some of the old parts like Penguin and Panda. So absolutely awesome, awesome, awesome information. Um, okay, Mom, where were we about after that? <laughs> I think the most important thing is what, what we have to look at it overall is, um, <clears throat> excuse me, what is the purpose of Google? So what is their business model? So if we look at what Google's business model is, and, and let me tell you, they got a great business model. So they're ultimately, or, or, or they want to sell ads. That's the most mm -hmm. important thing. It's, <clears throat> excuse me, choking here. Most important thing is they want to sell ads. So how do they do this? They want you to search and they want to give you the search results that you're looking for. If they don't in any way, shape, or form, you'll go to Bing. Mm -hmm. So what are they doing? And they don't necessarily want you to go to another site that's the organic search engine results. They want you to get really good search engine results. And so you come back and you keep using Google. But what they want you to do is they want you to click on those ads. And that is how they make money by by those ads. So right. looking at Google's um, business model, you have to look at what your business model. And so a lot of people that were selling online, they were looking into their business model started with the search engines. My, uh, I want to be found by the search engines. Everybody would say, how do I get found on the search engines? My search engines uh, results aren't what they used to be. I'm not, I'm not number one. That's not the question now, is it? You know, <laughs> the questions are changing. You know, here's something that I thought was really interesting. Um, there was an article that was from Mashable where it was talking more about the hummingbird. And you know what? I really need to take all these links, put them into one, and put them on our blog tomorrow because they are so good. Um, that a quick newsletter. So, guys, I'm going to be sharing more of this. But Mashable talked about how Google was showing off these really cool advanced voice queries that they were saying. So, you know, the voice will be fundamental to, to like, future interactions. So, it, you know, what they're talking about and what was really cool is they're saying, like, um, if people are looking up Eiffel Tower, which, you know, you were just there and I hate you. Um, and and user, I actually looked up the Eiffel Tower. Okay, I actually looked up at the Eiffel Tower. So go on. Go ahead. Hey, okay. Okay. I do. So <laughs> if a user would say Eiffel Tower um, in a series of questions, search is going to remember that context. So as more people search and as they learn the context of the search based upon what people are saying or looking for, that's what they're going to be changing in the search. And if you think about it, it makes sense. We've been saying since the beginning of time that, you know, the search engines are trying to do, you know, help people find exactly what they're looking for. And what you need to do is just give the search engines what they need. Exactly. Exactly. And, and that's, it's a matter of, of 
writing that content that's for and well it, that's for your customer and getting those kind of really good results that that uh, Google is looking. I'm sorry, Sean, I got to go back to the data. So uh, the search engines are looking at the data to see if you actually did give them the results they wanted. So that when they click on that organic search engine result, did you bounce? Did you go out? So that's a big part of it too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so really, what what store owners need to do is not just think about content though they need to really be thinking about the intent and you know this is going to be I'm I'm sensing like an ebook here being the answer being the answer to the questions Um, because this is what the focus on intent of so like if I'm going to go and ask questions about a specific product um, and actually, Mom, I, I used um, an example in our last group coaching that I really think is kind of interesting. And it kind of talks about the handbags uh, one that you did. So the first thing I did is we went over, our daughter Megan just had a baby. Um, and, you know, the, the bottle's cold and it takes forever. So I'm like, okay, well, we need to look at a bottle warmer for this baby. You know, so I go in, I look up that. And not only do I have the results of shopping, but like how you saw, like with the different types of information, it was like, what are the best ba- bottle warmer reviews? You know, um, what uh, what's the best kind? How do you use bottle warmers? There's discussion about if you should use bottle warmer. There's also places to purchase it. So, you, you know, what was the intent of me putting in bottle warmer? Was my intent to ask a question, get a review, compare pricing, watch a video about it, learn how to use it? Whatever my intent was, that's what you need to answer. So if the intent was me to find out like reviews of top rated bottle warmers, do you have a page, a post, or something that says, you know, here is our top five baby warmers and why? So Mm -hmm. it's not just about adding content. The content needs to have intent behind it. And I think for for a very long time that the intent of people's content were always what's the keywords people are looking for. Uh-huh. We have to change. Match. Yeah, we have to change that. There is no exact keyword match coming into the future. It's the intent. It's what did people mean? It's not necessarily putting in purse if you wanted to make use handbag. So what is the intent? If you're going to focus on content, focus on the intent. And so some of the things you might want to do is like, well, let's say we sell a bottle warmer, okay? Um, I put that into Google search, and I'm getting suggestions based upon what other people are putting. Bottle warmer reviews, bottle warmer for the car, bottle warmer necessary, bottle warmer on the go. Are we starting to understand some of the intent here? Just by looking at related searches for bottle warmer, we're learning more about intent. So be the answer. But the, the thing is that we, we also have to remember is that um, if you don't, if you want to buy a bottle warmer, they've got these sponsored ads. 
and the sponsors ads that's that's new within the past like six months too is those sponsored ads are important for google they if you want to buy a bottle warmer the first time you do a search it might be to get information the next time you do a search you might want to buy it so guess what you're not going to click on a forum you're not going to click on a a community center you're going to click on um, where do you buy them and that is up top at the very front that's your sponsored ad so why are you not number one anymore because google wants the very first thing for you to see to be the sponsored ads click on it they make money yes and those are doing these display ads they're putting them in there more and more because they convert very well okay they convert very well and here's something kind of interesting you've got the personalized search now when i first did my search for bottle warmer i got a lot more information then when i looked it up a week later i'm seeing more stores to buy it from you know because they know that now my intent is changing so here's the big thing when i go to look for that bottle warmer and i find a site that not only gives me awesome information about it what the different kinds are what the different kinds are kind of shows me a video on how it works how quickly it works and gives me all the answers that i need how much more of a you know percentage of conversion are we going to have on this particular customer because we've answered all their pre-buying questions so so the question in here that we have from someone is uh in the chat room which i definitely would suggest if you're not in the chat room get in there um is long tail keywords are they the answer and i don't think it's not necessarily the long tail keywords it's um because let's get rid of keywords, don't you think, Shauna? The 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 keyword. Let let's do long tail um, descriptions. <laughs> yeah, and the keywords. That's what people think about. They think, well, you're just talking long tail keywords because that's what we've been taught for for over ten years that this is what we're referring to. Um, uh-huh. And and in a way, he's right. You, you and we in a we've basically have said to focus more on the long tail keywords as you're going through your site because let's pretend that I have bottle warmers on my site so I focused on the long tail keyword bottle warmer reviews I focused on the keywords uh bottle warmer um to go or you know bottle warmer how to I focused on all of those you know long what we would call long tail keywords and what happened is every time I did better with my long tail keywords it helped me to rank higher and higher for bottle warmer my main broad phrase because I was doing so well in all these long term so yes in a way it is but but you've got to stop thinking about the keywords itself and thinking more about what is your customer need you know what are the answers what are the questions how can you help them you know and then we really need to think about the the shopping experience once they get there right Right. They, and it's all about the, the user experience. So you just, it, it, like I said, instead of having this, this business model of the search engines, it's got to be, it's all about the customer. It's mm-hmm. all about the customer. So uh, I've I seen where people say, I've gone down to number four. 
Uh, how do I get back up? Well, what are you doing to help the customer? We went over this in, um, uh, well, a whole series of our uh, analytics, Google Analytics. And as we discovered from even reading the book, Analytics, an hour a day, it wasn't numbers. It was all about quality of the user experience. So that is more important than ever. Mm-hmm. And and here's a really great link, Mom, that I think is going to help with the question about the long tail. Um, it's coming in from Huffington Post, and it's talking about an SEO guide to Google Hummingbird. And what I really love is it does talk about those long tail keywords. You know, they say they've always been considered beneficial because they usually have a higher conversion rate because they are highly targeted. But it's proven difficult to benefit from much traffic. Um, um, as a result, because usually it's lower traffic. So if I'm looking for bottle warmer, maybe that's a lot more traffic. But bottle warmer review or bottle warmer how to, it's less traffic, but it's higher converted. So what Hummingbird is doing, they're taking strings of three, four, five more words, breaking it down to provide a search for the whole thing, which all goes back to intent. Intent, mm-hmm. intent, intent. So, you know, th- what they're talking about is concentrating on the quality because that's extremely important. Um, concentrate on your content marketing. when, And, of course, for me, that goes back into it. Um, you know, steer clear of black hat techniques. Just steer clear it. Um, you know, because there's people out there that they're trying to do this and this and this and this. And all that happens is an update comes and it just kills them. It absolutely kills them. And you've seen it. We've seen well, it. When when somebody is having problems and we're talking about the um, – Let's just look at the quality of their site and and the actual shopping experience. Um, What would you say would be the number one biggest bang for your buck? So like your website's gone down. What's the number one huge thing you need to look at? I would look at the content. That's, I always start there. You know, what for your product descriptions, are you using what everybody else is using or are you, um, you know, creating your own content? Are you answering questions? Um, are you actually putting in really great quality content that answers questions or are you just saying, yeah, it's a six inch and this is what it does because everybody else is doing that too. So how can you be unique? You know, how can you make things better? Um, When you're looking at your section pages, you know, your section pages are great landing pages for those, um, you know, broad keywords, but most people don't have any content on it, you know, and maybe the first thing we need to see is how do you choose? You've got 30 products on this page, but you're not telling a customer how to choose or what your top five review would be and why and what's the difference between them and what are some FAQs about it. So that's the first thing I look at. And then, of course, I want to look at now you've got this content. How is it being laid out? Because content's great, but if it's not being laid out in a way where customers, you know, people can read it, then really what's the point of that? You know, so how is it laid out? What's the site look like? What, you know, what's going on there? And then focus on some other issues, but that's the first one. That's the first one. And you, I know we've talked about, uh, it's not the site 
in total. It's the individual pages. So when you're talking about how does it look, then you really have to look at the landing page optimization and think of every every page they come into. I mean, landing page we used to think of as being the ad and then they came to the landing page from the ad, but that's not really the case anymore, is it? The landing page is like whatever page they landed on. So we mm-hmm. need to optimize every single page. Right, because if we go back to Baby Warmer, Toys R Us is taking me to a page that is a section page about bottle warmers. That's the landing page. Um, When I go to Amazon, they look at the first years, and that's a page. Um, When we go to, you know, shop baby warmers, or we might go to a product page, all of those things are landing pages. So where are people landing? And what you need to focus on, and you know what, let's take a real quick break first. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Your landing page optimization. There are things that I want you to focus on, but here's what I want you guys to do real quick though. Um, Business Insider um, posted this awesome article about why Sears is vanishing. And I would really love for you guys to look at that during the break because I want to kind of point out something because guess what guys, you also have a habit. I've seen a lot of stores do this of looking just like Sears and what they're doing. So go look at it, and we're going to kind of go through that real quick when we get back. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Ecom Experts. Time to check out our sponsors. Ecom Experts will return after this. Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate, display media, or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. Fang Digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success. Learn more about their expanding range of full-service strategic marketing solutions at fangdigital.com. That's F-A-N-G, digital.com. If you're constantly struggling to find more customers, revenue, or hours in the day, Infusionsoft can help you have the business you've always wanted. For over 10 years, Infusionsoft has been helping business owners just like you find the financial freedom and peace of mind you've been searching for. I'm Scott Martineau, co-founder of Infusionsoft. If you're struggling to find more customers, more revenue, or more hours in the day, Infusionsoft is the proven solution you're looking for. Infusionsoft, the only all-in-one sales and marketing software created specifically for small businesses. Learn more at www.infusionsoft.com slash radio. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. It's time to get fired up. 
Fired Up is a show that delivers both business impact and social importance. Our host, Gordon Rudell, will share ideas on how to create higher returns on your communication investments by engaging the people who matter most. Fired Up with Gordon Rudell, on demand anytime, inside the Culture and Business Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. You're back with the Ecom Experts, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's Shauna Siegel. All right, guys. All right, so let's take a look at the Business Insider um, article about Sears.com, you know, and some of the things that it's talking about. It's like uh, this random football-themed carpet with no promotion around it. You know, so I and I see this in in online stores. It's like they've got this kind of like they're trying to do a theme, but they don't really talk about what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the old mannequins kind of reminds me of like having the older style. I mean, there's no brand identity. Mm-hmm. And then another thing I see is people will like click on links like the about us. And it's empty. And to me, that's like where he's talking about they're walking by this dark zone of, you know, uh, the portrait studio where it's dark and nobody's in there. And it makes you feel like they're going out of business. Well, if you don't even have about us or contact us pages set up or a shipping page and it's just empty, that's kind of telling me your lights are out. You know, are you really open or should you not? be there. And it even talks about, you know, um, how everything is all cluttered and there's a lack of organization. So are you like cluttering all your products together and it looks disorganized and it just looks very sloppy? Um, you know, or are they laid out nicely? You know, it talked about the toys being on a shelf next to an escalator by the shoe department. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And, and over and over again, it also talked about how there was nobody there to help them. So um, mm-hmm. I, I was thinking, especially with this new uh, algorithm, that the best page that you could probably offer your customers is a an FAQ page that's written um, unique content. An FAQ page would have unique content. And the, the best thing about writing an FAQ page, and, and the FAQ page would be like customer service, or if you had chat live or a click to call, all of these things would be the customer service that was missing on the Sears. But mm-hmm. the nice thing about an FAQ page is I think the search engines would love it because it's going to be unique and it's going to answer questions. Absolutely. And and that's what we want to talk about these things. What are the questions that people are asking? You can go searching through your emails and find tons and tons and tons of really a great questions that your customers are asking and that you've already provided the answer for. So all you have to do is put it somewhere, you know, but this really gives people an understanding of, you know, this is what they're looking at in stores. You know, what, what are they looking at when they see your site? You know, um, does it lack innovation compared to your customer, to your competitors? If all of your competitors have these beautiful websites and you've just got this dark blah, adoring website, you know, 
this is what we're talking about. You know, the very first thing on this Sears thing that talks about, it's like the mannequins are outdated. You know, everything's outdated. What is your store doing? Is it updated? You know, does it have that? So I thought that was really interesting to kind of take a look at that um, because we should be focusing more on the landing page optimization. That's why we're doing this class in group coaching. We have to cut the bounce rate. We need to raise the conversions and absolutely lower page speeds. Um, it is all about speed. And, you know, a lot of this mom, they talk about um, um, doing searches through mobile and being able to find things on mobile, on mobile, on mobile. So you've got to think about what your site looks like when it's on mobile, but also is it downloading quickly? That's where speed really comes into play is, you know, even if you don't have, you know, a mobile site, is what you have out there at least downloading very quickly so people can find things or are they getting frustrated and leaving? And the speed, this page speeds is um, changing. I mean, what we used to do, you know, with dial up, think about the page speed then it wasn't important, but it's getting more and more important. And, and as the um, technology is increasing as far as how fast page speeds can be, um, that's really cutting down. So, so what is an optimal page speed, Shauna, so that people don't go to somewhere else? You know, I'm, that's a hard question to answer because, you know, it changes. Um, you know, we talk about how things change on a regular basis. I mean, good Lord, a new Apple fifth generation's coming out. They just came out. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So programming and things that are going on behind the scenes, all of that is changing just as quickly. So, you know, I used to say, try to get yourself in there around the one, the two seconds. But now I'm like, you need to get it down even further. Whatever your page speed is today, you got to find a way to make it faster tomorrow. And you need to start working on that. Um, there was... Um, I was showing this on our landing page optimization webinar last weekend, how just by making like changes to the wireframe and changing up like how it's being read by the search engines and, you know, getting rid of all of the excess, you know, we cut down uh, this person's, you know, page speed that actual, you know, how fast it's downloading by over 20%. We cut down the number of request that's going to the server by 28% and we changed the file size of the home page which is normally like really heavy we were able to down that by over 30% so that's where you're seeing the awesomeness you know what i mean that oh, is yeah. where you're yeah. seeing holy cow and what's really great is we're not done yet <laughs> I love yeah. the speed stuff. The speed stuff is like I am really enjoying it and you'll we're going to have a whole discussion on speed because it's they you know the page um insights Google's now got like their own speed tool. Um it, I, I mean it's just awesome. Yeah, I, I think awesome. You're seeing it. <laughs> I know you, Shauna. I've known you since you were little. <laughs> and you're seeing it as a personal uh, goal that I can, ha ha, I can do this. And then ha ha, I can do this better. So I bet you are really enjoying doing this. Oh, it's like a puzzle, you know? <laughs> it's like a puzzle. So I'm going in and I'm like, okay, how can we do this faster? Okay, how can mm -hmm. we do this faster? The only problem is it takes a while when you're doing like 
it the right way um, because there's like this program you can go into and you can say, make all of my image smaller, right? And then half of them look like crap. The other half are, yeah. So when you're doing it one image at a time and figuring out how you can make that one image download faster, it, you may not think it makes any sense to do that, but once you combine all the things on a page and make all of them faster, oh my gosh, it's so cool. I love it. I'm having, yeah. I'm, I'm having fun. And this is another one of those things where Google looks at at the data. Sorry, Shauna. Every time I say data, I feel like I should apologize to you because it's numbers. I know. Uh, what's your competition doing? Is your competition faster? Mm -hmm. Guess what? They're going to rate high, rank higher. There's a whole list of things that determine what where you're going to rank compared to your competition. So if uh, we were grading on a curve, which is really a good way of looking at it, we're, we are grading on a curve. What is your competition doing better than what you are? Guess what? Guess who gets ranked higher? Mm -hmm. So it really is the uh, the um, grading on a curve. Um, well, what, what's the future? Where are we going from here, Shauna? Well, one of the things I, I just want to throw out there real quick is you may have heard about that page speed from Google because they did release it about two years ago, but they played with it for a while um, and really kind of like tweaked it. And now you're really starting to hear about it. Um, so it's, it's really, really cool to see like what they're doing that. So, okay. Future. I know we're getting towards the end. Um, I think the future of SEO um, it, it can be really, uh, this guy did an awesome job. Search engine watch guys. You got to check it out. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, one of the big, big things that he's talking about is that, you know, Google basically has made the move, and I don't know if a lot of people understand this, um, but basically you used to be able to tell what search query, you know, somebody used to come into your site. Here's a, um, I'm, I'm posting another one from Search Engine Land that might help a lot of people understand it too. So, so you would see, oh, okay, well, this person found my site by looking up um, – bottle warmer and I got a sale from it. So back in 2011, around the same time, Google started encrypting searches. So if you're logged into Google and you did a search, that information of what you were searching for was not passed on. Now, every search, it, the default for everybody is going to be encrypted, which basically means that you look at your analytics and you try to determine what keywords people use to find your site and you're going to get that a percentage of them are not provided hmm. which is i personally think this is one more way that google is trying to get away from people focusing too much on keywords which is why they took away the keyword tool and put keyword planner in its place because you you have to plan. <laughs> you got to plan. You got to look at, you know, don't look at the keywords. You got to look at the intent. You know, that's planner. You know, that's where they're get, trying to give you more information about what are people using. Um, you know, how can we find, what's the plan? What's the plan of people? So that's why we lost our Google keyword research tool. You know, this is why we're losing our keywords 
my opinion is absolutely they're doing this to get away from I have to make sure I use my keyword and you know no you have to focus on intent uh, and you know you've got to focus on that so that I think is going to be the the future of what we're looking at and that's you know it's absolutely awesome, you know, awesome what we can do. Um, and then the last thing I want to kind of talk about real quick is there are a couple of workarounds that people talk about as far as still being able to kind of see the keywords people are using. Because um, what happened was is that, and, and to understand, if you're doing Google AdWords, you'll still be able to tell the keywords people are using for AdWords, but not for the organic. So there's a lot of people out there who are talking about how to unlock, you know, the Google Analytics. So one of the things that they said is check search queries in Google Webmaster Tools, and then you can see the keyword data from your Google AdWords account and look at the matched search queries. So, so um, there are ways to get around this then. You just have to know what to look at. Kind of, um, and, and one of the things that I, I would like for people to kind of think about, we talked about this in the landing page optimization, is try to look at your pages that have not only a lot of traffic, like your landing pages that are getting a lot of traffic, but find out once they land on that page where they're bouncing out. If they're bouncing out on a main page, if they're going and doing more research and then bouncing out of that page. So really try to focus more on what page are your customers landing on what was the intent of what they were trying to do and how can you make that better for them just keep thinking about the intent keep working on those different things I, I remember just real quickly I remember someone had done an experiment before on tomatoes where they had a, a site and they did a, um, a one page to show an example of how they could get ranked and in today's uh, Google that that would wouldn't work now, would it? Because it, it's not related, that page wouldn't be related to everything else on the site. So um, that was kind of like a trick. Um, you can't trick these search engines now. It's just <laughs> impossible, isn't it? Oh, man, it's crazy. Um, and they're getting better and better about it. And as a matter of fact, Google released October 4th another update um, that was for Panda. And so, you know, you'll want to make sure to check out information about that, too, because they're once again, they're going after the spammers. They are absolutely going on the spammers. So um, here's another great article for you from SEO Roundtable about the Google Penguin update, you know, really looking at that. And then also there's some really great sites that I look at when I want to know if there's been an update to Google and what the updates are and, and kind of understand what's going on. So um, my two links for you today for that would be SEO Roundtable has a wonderful um, just absolutely awesome thing about the Google updates. And then probably my go-to source when I really want to know something, um, here's another link for you guys, is at moz.com. Um, that's one that I really like. I, um, I use that probably more than other ones because I can quickly look and see. And one of the things that you'll notice on that page, if you look at all the big updates in 2013 and notice how many there were, go back to 2000, there was one update. 
go to 2002, there was two updates. Search is changing and it's changing fast. Everything around us is changing fast. Technology, the way that we do things, uh, you know, even the way that you put things on your site, there's better and faster ways of doing it. It's always changing. So just make sure you're staying on top of that and always keep in mind the intent of your user. What is the intent of your user? And then be the answer to all the questions that people are going to be asking. Because as we find more commercials telling us to ask questions when we go looking for things, then that's what you need to provide. Be the answer. Anything else, Mama, that we left out? Um, I don't think so unless I've forgotten something, Shauna. Oh, well, um, I would like to really make sure that you guys um, get a copy of all of these links. Um, so make sure you go to onechoiceforyourstore.com um, and sign up for the newsletter, which you can do right in the header. Um, just sign up for that because I am going to be sending out the links because these were some really great links, a lot of great information. Um I think a lot of people are really going to enjoy and like enjoy reading if they, you know, I love to look into things and look into all that. And then upcoming, um, we will definitely be focusing on speed and some tools that you can use um, that I think you're really going to enjoy. So, Mama, thanks again for being here with us. Thanks. I'm actually in Paris, but that's okay. Oh, Lord, this will go on forever. <laughs> ever. 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 We. And... We. Oh, right. <laughs> Guys, I uh, thank you so much for being here with us. Don't forget, you can subscribe on iTunes and listen, listen, listen to the show. And we certainly appreciate you, all of our listeners. So we look forward to seeing you next Tuesday live at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. Have a wonderful week, everybody. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.